Welcome to A Girl's Guide 2, the podcast designed to help women in their 20s enhance their minds, love their bodies, and heal their souls. I'm your host, Michaela, a girl navigating her 20s and helping you do the same. I am so happy and grateful that you are here. Let's dive in. Hello! Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of A Girl's Guide 2. I have my beautiful sister here with me today, and we're both nervous. We're just going to get that out there. Yeah. We're feeling a little bit a little bit scared, but excited? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm excited. We've got some things that we're going to be chatting about today, but yeah. before we do that, I guess an introduction would be a good place to start. Yeah. So let's start with you. Let's start okay. with you. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome, Hi. To, the, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so tell the, tell the people, who are you? A little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I am Sydney, or Sid, either one. Um, I am 21. Uh, only for less than six months, I've been 21. <laughs> um, yeah, I am an artist. I work full-time in the jewelry industry. Uh, didn't go to school um, after well, after high school. High school and, after yeah. high school, didn't go to college. Um, so I work full time, um, and yeah, I'm just living life out here <laughs> as a 21 year old gay woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> clearly, uh, <laughs> I'm very very bright and colorful today. Um, yes, I am bisexual. Um, and yeah, living it up, living it up, living it up. Amazing. That's my sister, everybody. I am Michaela. I am your host and creator, I guess, of this podcast. I am 23. I will be 24 soon. My birthday's in December. Very exciting. And I'm a full-time creator influencer. I also work with our dad, who's a home I was going to say who's a home renovation. He's not a home renovation. He does home renovation. Home, home renovator. He's an entrepreneur where I get my entrepreneurial spirit from. Um, but I do a little bit of work with him as well. But my heart and soul is within my own business with the podcast and content creation, which I've been doing for almost six years now, um, which is crazy. <laughs> crazy. But content creation really started like for the both of us when we were kids. We did music videos and home movies and this light won't stay on <laughs> all right hold on let's fix that all right we're back you know with with the first podcast first episode some, vibes there's bound to kinks. be some tech kinks what are we talking about here Sydney? this is not like not that. that kind of kink <laughs> you freak <laughs> Anyway, we're just going to keep it moving. So today, Cindy and I have prepared a little list. Each of us have prepared a list of some things that have been happening in our early 20s that we didn't really expect or that have just been challenging for us. And we're just going to kind of lay it all out there, chat about it. And that's yeah, that's the episode, that's I guess. <laughs> so I want to know what you had first. Okay. So the first thing that I put, and I know you will probably get a little bit of this. Um, a lot of the times when I was younger in, you know, middle school, high school era, I got the comment a lot that, you know, got to watch what you eat because although it doesn't affect you now, it'll catch up to you one day. Mm. Um, definitely, you know, from other um, older women relatives in, in our family, definitely got that a lot. And it's something that I always thought about like they're just trying to scare me because like when I was in high school yeah like I I gained a little bit of weight in high school but I was mm -hmm. never like to the point where I am now with my weight and it's been kind of a challenge realizing that I can't eat what I could mm. eat in high school right right and not have it affect my body you know true um right you have to be more conscious yeah especially because like in high school you're so much more active like you're actively walking around every day for classes and, you know, we did extracurriculars yeah. and all that stuff, you know, so she was a band kid. I was a band kid. Color guard. Tossing color guard. <laughs> so I did a lot of, of activities, a lot of exercise, a lot of just day to day, you know, staying active and being somebody who works in a factory and works at a desk, you know, most of the day, I don't have that. So what I eat does affect not only my my weight, but it affects like my just my health. 
Mm. and like my energy so much more now right as an adult who like isn't as active than it did when I was a teenager Mm. you know I I love that that's a good that's a good realization and I think that a lot of it too comes with like you said with like the older generations and Mm. like I don't know I mean do you feel like I guess with with all of these things like not expecting them I feel like we weren't really prepared essentially like and like I said I feel like they a lot of people did say to me like oh you know you better watch what you eat because one day it's going to catch up to you and but it was never prepared for me in like a positive way right you know it was where it was like hey do these things so that way you can have a better relationship with your body as you grow up and you can be healthier right yeah it It was was more seen as like a negative yeah it, it was never like presented to me as in like a hey like for your health these foods are probably not very good Mm. it was more of like you know if you eat that when you're older you're gonna gain weight and like as As a kid as a kid I was like I want the brownie like why why should I care (laughs) what you know 21 or even 25 year old me is gonna think like I was 15 I wanted the brownie you know right so it's like coming to that realization that like I really do need to pay attention to what I'm eating because I don't have the time to be as active as I did and I can be more active than what I am in my day-to-day life now but when I I was in school I mean I was active all day every day absolutely you know right so like I sit at a desk for six hours a day Mm. you know that that cuts out a decent amount of time and just naturally too as you get older like your metabolism isn't as fast like you have to work harder at those things um when when you start getting older Mm -hmm. and I think it's especially important to focus on it now because although we're not teenagers we're not kids and we don't have those you know same like perks of being able to eat whatever Mm -hmm. we're still at a great age where we can transition into taking better care of ourselves and our you know 40 50 60 year old selves will be grateful for it yeah definitely and I feel like that's that's the mindset that you know those people who made those comments should have had it should have come from like a hey like I worry about you and you know Mm -hmm. I, I see you eating you know a lot of things that although it may not physically alter your you know your appearance it may be damaging to your health right like you're eating this stuff that's not good for you and and I truly believe everything in moderation obviously like yes, have the brownie absolutely. every once in a while like I'm not we're all that, for like, our sonic runs yes, going to get our yes, ice cream like, sundaes I'm our corn saying, dogs <laughs> I'm not saying that like I wish I'd go back and like never eat a brownie or never have ice cream like of course not like everything in moderation I just I kind of am looking at it like that's what I should have been taught like I should have been taught everything in moderation rather than you can't eat that that's bad for you because as a kid it kind of does the opposite I'm like okay well you don't want me to eat it so I'm gonna gonna eat eat it it. like (laughs) and every kid has that little bit of like rebel you know mentality to them so when it comes off as like a don't do that that's absolutely terrible for you I'm like I don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess the point of that one is just basically to say like, you can eat what you want and you, you can eat in moderation, but to just do that, like just eat in moderation and be more active, active make an effort. Yeah. And be conscious and aware of the fact that the older you get, the harder it's going to be. Right. Absolutely. But if you grasp it at a younger age, it won't be as hard. Like, it will be harder just because of how the body is at an older age, but it won't be as hard if you already have taken care of yourself at a young age. I love that. And I think a lot of these things, too, that we learn are really helpful for when we have kids someday. Mm. And that, you know, I think that goes with every generation. It's the job of every generation to take what the generation before them did wrong and improve on it yeah and we're gonna still fuck up yeah we're still gonna you know have things that we don't do perfectly as parents or just as people and our kids and the generation after us can learn from that but I think like that's the beauty of it and that's the whole point of like having kids and having different generations is for every everybody to get better with what we're all learning and that's really a really good point and something that 
I know for sure I want to hone in on on my future children because I mean, both of us have struggled a lot with our relationship to food and mm. our our mindset around what it means to be healthy. Yeah. So working on that at a young age and, and instilling yeah. that positive mindset in kids Definitely. at a young age. And I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, right? Like society and... And, you know, just, bullying yeah. and, and, you know, even just pressure at school or, you know, all that stuff goes into a, a child's view and opinion of themselves mm. but i think as as like the future parents that we want to be it's our job to say like well you know those kids that that made fun of you like they're wrong right you know and mm -hmm. it's our job to instill in them the ideas that like you are beautiful and like mm -hmm. you are amazing no matter what you look like like right who cares right. you know definitely i love that that was a you started strong right that out the gate you said we're <laughs> i love that all right so my first one my first thing that i didn't expect about my early 20s is the challenges around friendships mm. which is something that that's on you the and list. I, I knew it was gonna be <laughs> i knew this was gonna be on your list because we actually had a very in-depth conversation about mm. this not that long ago um where we've both kind of been experiencing this growing apart from friends not necessarily necessarily in a negative light like nothing has really happened between us and and our individual friend groups but it's just life right it just mm -hmm. happens where everybody's starting to do their own things and have their own schedules and jobs and friends of ours you know you've got friends moving in together together getting married like i have friends moving far away and i think that I kind of expected. I think I kind, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, you grow apart, right? Seeing mom and dad growing apart just naturally. But what I mostly didn't expect, I guess, is the challenges around like making new friends mm. or like finding the time to get together with the friends totally. that you have. Yeah. And I think it can lead to a very feeling very alone. Mm. But I think from just conversations I've had with other girls on social media and yourself and other friends like I think everybody kind of feels that way yeah. like everybody kind of feels like mm. they're lonely in times because it's just not as easy as it used to be to be like hey everybody come over my house for a fire tonight mm. like it just doesn't happen anymore yeah I totally totally obviously you know I, <laughs> yeah. I feel that and I think my biggest issue with the making new friends part is that I have such a hard time not committing to plans, but I have a hard mm. time initiating yes. plans. Yeah. I have right. a hard time, like, not with my friends, like, that I've had forever, but, like, new friends. I have this fear in me that, like, I'm going to ask them to hang out. Like, let's say, like, my coworkers. Like, I'm going to ask them to hang out outside of work, and I have this fear that they're going to be like, why would I do that? And then I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought – I thought we were, we were on the same page yeah, here. Like, <laughs> you know, so that's like my biggest fear when it comes to like making new friends is that like I'm going to meet somebody that I see as a friend and they just see me as a person they know. Mm, that's interesting. I wonder where that like belief came from because have you had experiences like that before? Yeah, is that I kind mean, of... in, in like middle school, early high school, I definitely had some friends that didn't, didn't value the friendship value my friendship mm. and didn't like see me as an equal like I I had multiple friend groups in in my life where it was like I was the butt of the joke friend right um so I think maybe that comes from like I I love very hard and and, yes. and very quickly and yes. I I meet people and I'm like, I love this person. I want to hang out with them. Like, let's go get coffee and, and let's go get ice cream. And I, yeah. I just feel like <laughs> you just get, we get I attached. Just, yeah, we're lovers. I, we we're are. Lovers, we're lovers. Yeah. And I just get very like excited and, and attached. And I've had a lot of people in the past who don't reciprocate the energy, reciprocate that. And, yeah. and it's hard. It's hard. And, and after it happening, you know, so many times, I'm sure that takes a toll on you yeah. wanting to make new friends yeah, but for sure I think also another thing for me is that being a creator and having a platform like I can make friends so easily online mm. and I've made so many connections I guess you could say mm. oh, we've got this damn fruit fly flying around I've been trying to kill it 
it's gone for now. For now. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that a lot of people have that same fear. Mm. And I think social media has become a it's a it's a pro and a con, obviously, social media, right? Yeah. Like I love social media, but when it comes to making friends, I think mm. it's I think social media has made it harder to make friends because we're all just so comfortable being behind the screen and being like, love that girl, awesome. Like we should get to, how many times have you been like, let's get together soon, right? And then like, you don't actually do it. Especially with like people I haven't seen in a while too. Right, and you know, either if that person's saying it to you or you're saying it to them, both of you know, it's not happening. It's not happening. But I think something that I've been personally working on is actually doing it actually making Mm. an effort like if you genuinely like don't just say that just to say it right Mm. like I think if you genuinely want to catch up with somebody or you genuinely want to befriend somebody like actually make an effort because I think like for me it's becoming easier doing it over and over like not exhausting myself to the point where I'm like going to meet a new friend like every freaking day Mm. but like I think like maybe trying once a week to meet up with somebody or to, I don't know, like you said, initiate it. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has to remember like, and I'm talking to myself too about this. Like we all have to remember that everybody has a busy life and Mm -hmm. especially being in this chapter of your life, like it's crazy, right? So making an effort. And if you think about somebody, right? Like I'll think about my friends and we actually, we went to this church a while back we've had some horror stories with churches that'll have to be another conversation for another time but we went to a church one time and there was a message that they were saying where it's like if you think about somebody let them know that you're thinking about them it like just a simple text like hey i thought about you today and it, it can never hurt to tell somebody that no. you're thinking about them and i think that m- we need to do more of that in this chapter of our lives because uh, like i said going back to the beginning of this you know, point is like a lot of people feel alone right now, especially like a lot of girls, especially if you're like in the position that we are where we're single. Like, I think a lot of young women feel alone in this chapter of life. So if you can let somebody know that you're thinking of them, Mm -hmm. it goes a long way. Like, just think about how it feel if you got that message, right? So, and I think a lot of it with like the friendship and like, like your initial point with like, watching your other friends Mm -hmm. and like growing apart from your other friends, a lot of like my struggles with my friends are like all of my friends did go to or are in college. Right. Um, right. My friends have degrees and like two of, here. two of my friends are high school teachers. I've got a friend two, who's a freaking nurse. Yeah. Two of my like. friends are getting married, <laughs> just moved into their, you know, first place together. Like, and all of my friends in, in my, you know, immediate friend group, are in relationships right um so then you get into the whole comparison yeah and a lot of it you know your mind obviously goes to well you know well they're getting married and and you know she's in a relationship and they're moving out and and you you compare yourselves to your friends and and it's it's tough to to do that and it's tough to not do it Oh yeah, it's natural. Everybody does it. It's so natural. Not even just your friends, just compare yourself to the world. That's literally point three is lots and lots of comparison, confusion, and overwhelm. Yes. (laughs) Like just, it doesn't even have to be your friends. It can just be people you know. Like I have so many people that I graduated with that are married, have children, live in their own home. Moms of three. Like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm in the job that I want to have, you know, as a career. Right. You know? And I think that's, it's totally okay. And I think the other thing too is like we see, we only see the people who are doing like differently than us. And we also and we don't really see- only see the good side. Right. Right. You don't know like that, that person, that could- mom of three could be freaking exhausted. She could be like, I'm oh sure my she- God, I'm, I'm dying. Sure like- <laughs> and to move on to my next point, mentioning my job, that is yeah. my next point is, you know, just the career path and especially being people who didn't go to college college. right um and having to kind of navigate the guilt almost yeah even though I know we both don't regret our decision and and not coming from our parents because neither of our parents graduated from college 
our dad oh. didn't even graduate high school. Yeah, he got was, his GED though. Great job, dad. Mom's going back to school. Great job, yes, mom. <laughs> you know, so that's great. But I know that there's no, you know, sense of right or wrong. Right or wrong, like from that from our parents. But I do know, and we've both had instances mm-hmm. where people in our, you know, just in our circle of life, right? Who <laughs> sorry, I had to. People in our circle of life who have judged us and told us we're wrong for not going to school. And I, I just think that's so wrong because everyone's path is different, you right. know? And, like, I sound so cliche, but it's true. Like, <laughs> no, it's ev- true. everyone has a different path. Like, I work with people who went to school for jewelry. I work with people who have never had any jewelry experience before the job. And they're some of the top people in the company I work with, mm. you know? So it's like... Everybody is on their own path, and I think that the pressure for people our age to figure out what you want to do, go to school, like, spend all this money, you know, and, like, it's great if it works yeah, for you. and if, of course, like, like I said, all my friends are in school or went to school, and, and I love and support them, and I'm so proud of them, but it's like... But the love and support is not reciprocated to those who don't go to college. Yeah, I feel like... Not not from our friends. That's not what I mean. I just, just mean like in, in the public in eye society. in society. It's yeah. like oh, okay after co- after high school you're gonna go to college, and if you do that, then you're on the right path. And if you feel that that's not the right path for you, it's very confusing because all the noise around you is like, well, you have to do that. Yeah. But I think like it yeah. it says a lot about an individual, you know, like yourself, like myself, like when we have that self awareness of okay, no matter what the noises no matter what society is saying I don't feel like that's right for me Mm. I'm not gonna go down that path and I mean like for me I I went back to school I went to cosmetology school last year and you know that was a whole thing which I can't even believe I did that but I think it's important for us as you know young early 20 year olds to be loud and proud about the fact that we didn't go to school because there's a lot of kids, I'm sure, you know, like our brother's a senior in high school. And I, that's when I realized I didn't want to go to school. Right. You know, excuse me. Right after, like right before I graduated, or like right after I graduated. I was I literally was like, about to sign up for school. I put down my deposit yeah, for like my crazy. classes. And, and I it's was like, like that feeling. It's just like, this is not and right. I cried to my mom and I was like, I cannot do this. I was like, I can't go. It's just not for me. And which is so weird because let's just like say that we loved school both we like, were great students loved like school. we loved school but so it's just it was a very weird time and even now it, it still kind of is I mean yeah at this point it's been five almost six years since I graduated which is disgusting but like at this point I'm very firm in my belief that like I made the best decision for me yeah. but in those first couple of years it, it was definitely a challenge of feeling like okay well what am I gonna do because I think the other thing too is like you go from being in this structured environment mm. for what? So just kind of being 12 released, years of your life. Released into the wild. And then it's like, okay, go figure it out now. Yeah. And it's a lot. And, and I think that as like a 17, even 16, 16, 17, 18 year old in high school, all the talk is, you know, your college essay mm. and where are you going to college and your right. college applications college and tours. your college tours and college this and college that and college this and college that. And I remember. When I was in high school, when I was a senior, one of my best friends had decided that she didn't want to go to college. And she said to the teacher, what do I do for this assignment? Because I'm not going to college. And they were like, what do you mean? And the teacher was like, you still have to do the assignment. Like, just in case you change your mind. I think it's, and it's like frustrating that they're, it's frustrating that more options are not presented to us. I mean, unless you go to like a vocational high school. Mm. um, But I think that it's important to remember that like if you're in our position where you didn't go to college and you're figuring it out like we've both worked multiple jobs since Mm -hmm. graduation let you know like figure it out try my dad always says to us like try Try everything everything. because how do you know you're try everything is that a song yeah it's Mm -hmm. from zootopia (laughs) i don't know if i've seen that movie i think i have actually but yeah, like <laughs> try everything and also 
there's no timeline mm. there's no rule book mm. like you can do it however you want to do it like we just said our mom is going back to school she's in her early 40s like mm. our dad went and got his GED in his early 30s and yeah. a lot of these like people too that you look up to um you know very like well-established businessmen and women or just celebrities like a lot of people didn't find their thing until later on in life and I also had this realization just a couple weeks ago of like I think maybe we weren't created to have a thing Mm. like we grow think about the the opinions and interests that you have now versus the opinions and interests that you had 10 years ago obviously some of them are the same right but mm. you've, you're a totally different person than you were 10 years ago, right? You're a totally different, I'm a totally different person. Like, so to think that we will only have one thing for our whole lives, I think is silly. I yeah. think like we should allow ourselves to evolve with the, with the changes in our opinions and interests mm. over time. And like, if that means that you end up doing a million different things, you yeah. have a million different jobs or like, Go with what feels good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think I'm I'm fortunate um to have found a job that I mm. I do love and I love the people. I love the environment. Um, like I said, I, I work in a jewelry factory. Um Haverhill in Warren, Rhode Island. Um, I'll leave the uh info in the show check notes. Out. Check them out. Beautiful jewelry, <laughs> great for holiday season. <laughs> a little plug. They're not, it's not sponsored. Free plug. But free plug. <laughs> um but yeah, I I've always wanted to work in fashion my whole life. Like if you go back and my aunt probably still has my notebooks that I used to draw in at her house from when I was a kid, like, like five years old drawing dresses and drawing like pictures and dressing up my, my dolls and like, like always my whole life I've wanted to work in fashion. And that idea has always been close, 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 close. Right. And then I got offered a job in jewelry and I was like, wait a minute that's fashion yeah and I've worked there for a year and a month so like 13 months now crazy yeah and I'm in love like I am so obsessed with it and I think this goes along with Michaela's thing of saying like try everything is like I never never thought to try jewelry right you know and it is is in the realm of what I've always said I wanted to do. Right. And it's but it never came up. It never came into my mind. And right. also, like, I got this job because I applied in my ex's dorm room. I sat there <laughs> and I applied to 15 jobs. Two of them messaged me. I responded and they never got back. And Haverhill is the only, only job that called me. Mm. They called me and talked to me. Right. After applying to like 15 jobs in one day and no one responded except them. And I was like, it's a job. job. (laughs) I need money. Like I had been unemployed for a couple of months. I was like, I need money. Like I just need something. So I took it. I I took it as, you know, part-time seasonal and a month in. Now she's running the place. (laughs) A month in, they um, asked me to stay on year round full time. Um, I left the nannying job that I had had at the time um, to pursue this. And, like, it's turned it out just, way better than you expected. It's, <laughs> it's just been amazing. Like, it's been an awesome experience. And, and I do see myself with this company for, for quite some time. But it goes to the point of, like, this is not what I what I wanted. Right. Or what you had thought you wanted. This is not what I thought I wanted, you know. But now that I'm here, this, like, I'm happy. Like, I love my job. Right. Sometimes opportunities come that we don't necessarily want, but that we need. We just don't actually Mm. know it yet. And Mm. then when it happens, it's like, wow, like, that's why that happened. Like, I look back at my five years and look at the different jobs I've had and going back to school. And I'm like, Mm. you know, especially with cosmetology, I'm like, I don't use that license, but there's a reason why it happened. She did use it to help me do my hair. I don't want to take too much credit. It's box dye. I'm not really a fan of box dye, but but <laughs> she shaved the back of it too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like everything that you do, it's like a domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna lead you to your next place. And I think yeah. that as long as you're making decisions based on what feels good to you, you block out the noise. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you have a really good support system like we do. 
um, then like you're never going to make a wrong move mm-hmm. if you're doing what feels good to yeah. you. And I think the other thing, like this kind of goes back to the friendship point is like, I've met some of the best people I've ever known through my job. Mm-hmm. And part of this is like a little sad because two of my, my closest friends at work are oh, leaving yeah. within the next two months. Um, I almost said RIP, but they're, are alive. they're alive. Um, They're both just, moving on to bigger and better things and I'm happy for them but right. um it goes back to like the friendship thing of like I yes I I've found like great friends in this company and and some of the really like the best people that I've ever known I work with but it's also like you lose friends a lot more in when you have <laughs> when you have more friends at work it's easier to lose them because a lot of people in like especially in you know our age range mm. are in and out of jobs right you True. know I feel like I've had I've made some really great connections with people in jobs I've had and then you just leave or you they leave, leave and, and it's you know it's life bittersweet yeah and you know I know I'll be like sad for a little bit after they both leave but it's like but it's also really cool to think about how think about how many people that you've connected with and cross paths because of all the different things that we've done you know what I mean like I think about the restaurant industry Mm -hmm. especially because we worked we the two of us and our mom worked in the restaurant industry for quite some time Mm -hmm. our mom like years yeah and you meet so many people not even just co-workers but But like like regulars and so it's like making connections with people I think is just I mean not something that I really have written down but just in general like kind of going back to feeling lonely like making connections when you just go out places like Mm -hmm. even like with strangers we're big on like talking with strangers three times today (laughs) and I wanted to tell you I I love to like compliment strangers right and me too uh, and this woman I today I told her that I loved her sunglasses and she looked like she was gonna cry when she thanked me she's probably having a bad day she was probably having such a rough day she was like thank you so much and I was like you're welcome (laughs) but yeah I think you know to your point of like making connections is like there are obviously connections you'll make throughout your life that will last a lifetime Mm -hmm. you know like I think back to to when I worked at my last job like when I worked at Tom's and and my old boss Mike like I will always love and care for him and like he right he still reaches out on my birthday and like I still go and see him like so there's connections like that that you'll you'll make that will last a lifetime. But how amazing is it that there's so many connections you make in this world that mm-hmm. like, whether or not they last a lifetime, like it's a good connection. Yeah. You know, it's like special. There's for sure. so many people in this world that like, I can think back to and be like, I only knew them for like a month, but it was like a great connection, a great connection that we had, you know? Yeah. I think that is something that I have to continue working on as far as like not isolating myself Mm. and like making like I said earlier making an effort to actually make friends or talk to people when I go out or whatever Mm. because it kind of just reminds you like there are great people out there there are you know people who will make you smile or or whatever the case may be but um yeah friendships friendships and jobs jobs. friendships and jobs (laughs) Um, were like three of my points were friendships and jobs (laughs) And my next point is changes in relationship with your parents, which this, did you have that? My next point was about how my parents treat me as a, like a kid sometimes. Yes. Which like, I don't That's know if crazy. mom and dad will watch this, but okay. we just want to, to preface this, if you are mom and dad, <laughs> this is not the blame game. It's not the blame game. This it's, is just, our, it's our truth. The, it's the change yeah. of us becoming adults. Right. And it doesn't mean to say, like, you only treat us as kids. I mean, we you, are your kids. We are your kids. Right. You know? But I you, literally wrote here, transition from child to adult child. We are the same brain. We share one brain. We knew this. This is insane. <laughs> I knew we were going to, when I told you, I told her, I was like, list like three to five things. And I was like, watch us have the exact same thing. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> but really, I think this has been a very hard transition, especially because we live at home. And we're very close with our family. family. I think that if we didn't live at home, this wouldn't necessarily be as challenging because I think for those people who do move out, who go to college, who get their own place, like it's the transition is 
immediate, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, that's my adult child. And like, they're out of the house. Like you don't see them as much and they have more responsibilities to feed themselves to, you know, just take care of themselves, just (laughs) exist on their own day to day without their parents. And we are very fortunate that our mother makes us dinner every night. We love her in the, in the weeks, the weekdays. And, you know, our grandparents make us dinner every weekend, every Sunday. We're very, very blessed. And yeah, we're also fortunate enough to have a a father who is able to support us financially financially when we have struggles and, you know, we do all live together. So when this one's car is in the shop or broken down, like we have today, I had to bring her to get her car. And our grandparents are right down the street, you know, so we, we have, a very, have a very large and strong support system. And definitely something that's not common. Like yeah. what we have is very rare and we're very, very grateful for that. And I don't want this message to be misconstrued as us not being grateful. I think it's just like a challenge that going from a kid to a young adult in your parents' eyes when you still live at home, like... Mm-hmm. I think there's boundaries that need to be put into place. I think there's our dog is barking. Hopefully you can't really hear her, but um then the 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 yeah. folks upstairs were supposed they to were stop supposed her. to keep her from barking, but boundaries need to be put into place. I think there needs to be adult conversations had of like, okay, hey mom and dad, like I feel like, you know, this thing that you said kind of made me feel like mm. I was a child or I was a kid and I really didn't like the way you said that. And I think it goes two ways though, because if you, as the adult child, the the young woman, if you don't mention that these things bother you or you don't, which is funny because we just had this conversation. Like if you don't make the effort to have the conversation and to bring up how you're feeling, your parents or really whoever it is, they're not going to know, right? Mm. People are not mind readers. They can't tell how you're feeling right sometimes we think it should be obvious that like your comment made me upset but it's not always obvious and we just have to have those conversations and I think with parents it's harder because you're still looking at yourself especially like living at home and and such like you kind of look at like well am I allowed to say this because like I'm the kid and we're also still you know partially dependent on our parents I'm I'm dependent I will I will (laughs) you know know, say that um, for sure yeah like obviously like I do we we both you know pay for certain things monthly and absolutely and you know we yeah we're not just like free riding yeah like but we help out like we we do our part you know I I do come home and and ask my mom what's for dinner tonight she loves it she loves she does dinner (laughs) no matter what she says (laughs) or you know even like I'm trying to sell my car and like I need my dad's help with that. Right. Or I need to go get a new phone. I asked my dad to come to the store with me. Like I, which I think is totally okay. And I think it's great. I think mm. a lot of people probably wish, wish that they that had that relationship. Would come to the store right. with them or would help them, you know, get rid right. of their car. And, and it also goes both ways in a sense of as, you know, 20 year olds or even like Robbie's age, like as an almost 18 year old, like we do need to remember that we live under their roof absolutely like and and this you know goes for everybody like if you are living with your parents yes you are an adult right yes you deserve respect and you know you deserve to be heard and have boundaries and have boundaries but in the long run like this is their home and you know they do pay the bills (laughs) you know so if there's a you know even like just hey, like, I'd prefer if you came home at a certain time because I wait up for you, you know? But have a conversation about it. Yeah, like, and that's something you can have a conversation with your parents. And, like, if you're you're 25 and your parent says, please be home by 9 p.m., like, that's that's different. But, I mean, like, like, my parents and I, we've decided, you know, and it's been a minute since we've talked about it, but last we talked, they asked if I'd be home by 2 o'clock if I go out. And I think that's perfectly reasonable. Absolutely. I mean, I really don't want to be out much later than that. Anyways, yeah. but I just think out of respect for my parents, knowing that they are waiting up for me, like my mom is. Yeah, dad's knocked. He doesn't. Dad's not. But my mom, like she isn't fully in a deep sleep until she knows I'm home. Right. Like as out of respect for her, I'm going to follow that. Like I'm going to accept that that wish of hers. And I'm going right. to say, you respect know Respect the boundary yeah, that she's like, like, set she's she is 
you know, knowing that I'm an adult, she's okay with me going out and having fun and doing my thing. As long as I respect her wishes of, hey, don't stay out till 5 a.m. because I'm not going to get any sleep. (laughs) I think the the respect just needs, it's a two-way street. And I also think that conversation is so powerful, Mm. but you have to remember that, like, sometimes I think as, you know, kids, like, anybody no matter what age you are you're a child to somebody right yeah you're you're always someone's kid right sometimes having these challenging conversations for some reason when it's with your parent there can be a little bit more animosity and like Mm. some tension around it I think so I think it's important to have an adult conversation with respectful tones mm. and it's the delivery of how yeah. you say things if, if your parent is doing something or saying something to you you know that you feel is just uncalled for or you know kind of makes you once again feel like you're being treated like a child or whatever mm. and you're like hey I don't feel like that is very fitting mm. have a conversation about it but be respectful because nobody wants to listen to you if you're screaming or yeah. you know you're being disrespectful then yeah. then you're not going to be heard your boundaries not going to be mm. accepted and I know not everybody is as fortunate to have a good relationship with their parents Where who they listen can to them open up and talk right so definitely i know yeah. that's not the case for everyone and be aware but... of your surroundings obviously right. like i wouldn't i i don't want to say this and then someone tries it and they get themselves in trouble like yeah. if right. if this isn't the relationship you have with your parents there may be a different route for you to go about right. but it you know but just in general in like, general like the... it's okay to have a conversation with somebody yeah especially like like it doesn't even have to be a parent it could just be like someone who's older than you like i like a mentor or somebody who like these people who were friends of a friend of mine and they were all much older than me and they spoke to me like i was a child Mm. and and they weren't like you know 40 years older than me they were just you know six to eight years older than me which really is not that that big of a gap gap. and they spoke to me like I was 12 and I just I remember just thinking like hey like I am an adult here right like just because you're a little bit older than me doesn't mean that I'm a child Mm. you know and I think that respect in conversations should go no matter who you're talking to oh yeah no matter the age or adults no just just in in general general. (laughs) like just in general right like with like our brother and and taylor like and his girlfriend like even just the two of them like yeah they're still legally kids and they're they're 17 but they deserve just as much they deserve just (laughs) as much respect just because they're not adults doesn't mean they don't deserve respect or even you know our little cousin she's nine years old well guess what as much as it's like she won't always understand the rules and she won't always understand why she can't do things. She deserves the explanation. explanation. She doesn't deserve that. Well, because I'm the adult and I told you so like, Mm, like I feel like as humans, like just in general, like if, if we're talking to people who are younger than us, they still deserve the same respect that you would give to anybody. I know. I feel like this is, turned into this little segment here has turned into a podcast that parents need to listen to in older generations because i think like like, it's a lot of the older generations that are like you know respect your elders and well i'm the adult i'm the parent like just be respectful because we're all human like i get respect your elders but it's beyond that respect people yeah respect people who respect you yeah that's it and if everybody respects everybody then we won't have an issue. Like, <laughs> like I just think yeah. that, I just think that no matter your age, no matter who you are, like what you do with your life, everybody deserves your respect. Yeah, I like think that's, and I, I think it goes a long way saying that to parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, like the older generations coming from, you know, people who were very recently children. Like we, right. we were kids. Like a few we years came ago. out the womb yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can tell you right now that I have so much more respect for my elders who respected me when I was a kid. Mm. Yes. Oh, that deserves some snaps. <laughs> that was good. That I was have good. So much more respect now as an adult for the people who showed me respect for my entire life. If you yeah. didn't show me respect when I was a kid, 
there is a good chance that today as an adult i have very little respect for you yeah powerful stuff said powerful <laughs> stuff but i think like just to go back to the whole unexpectedness of this mm. it's like i didn't expect it i guess to be so challenging to, to still earn, earn that respect, respect. Yeah. yeah to earn that respect and to be seen as a young adult who's making my decisions like when we decided we weren't going to go to college it's like oh well are you sure that's the right move are you sure you're doing the right thing like, it's like how about life. how about respect the decision i'm making just because i'm young like it's still my my body my you know mm. mind that's having these thoughts yeah. like and i think that a lot of that from you know people who give us that advice it comes from well i have so much life experience well your life's not my you life. You have to remember <laughs> that, like, we all have life experience. Right. Like, and and that's something that I'm I'm trying to, you know, remind myself is when, you know, I do think, yes, like, there are people who have more life experience than me. You know, my parents have more life experience, but right. I have 21 years of life experience. That's right. a decent that's amount a, of time. That's quite some time. So when I make a decision for my own life, it's, it's based off of my Your life experience. experience. Right. And you we know? shouldn't make decisions based for ourselves based on other people. people. Like, <laughs> like, that makes no sense. But also something that I know we've been talking a lot about, um, that goes with this whole, you know, relationship with parents and, you know, just even like maybe grandparents mm. is the conversations that we're having to educate the older generations yes, yes. on like, you know, just I don't know why I was like, <laughs> obviously, our generation and the world now is very different compared to what mm. our parents or our grandparents have experienced. And thankfully, different in a more accepting way. Right. Um, I think obviously, there are still plenty of challenges that this oh, world faces and, and a long ways to go when it comes to right. being accepting. Right. But it's definitely we've progressed in a yeah. really great way. Yeah. And I think that we can get frustrated as young adults and just, you know, I mean, people, but especially at this age when we've grown up in a very different society with mm. a lot of different, like you said, acceptances that yeah. were not normal back in the day. We can get frustrated when people say things that are no longer like, okay to say mm. or are just not the correct way to say things yeah and I think it's our job to educate and to we you know we try to do this like our grandparents are you know in their 60s 70s and sometimes things are said that they don't understand that like what's being said is maybe not yeah. the best way to say it but it's our job to not yell not, not be attack. like you're a, you know an awful person for saying these things or doing these things it's hey let me explain why that's not cool mm. or let me give you a better way to say something like yeah. this and I think like that has been very unexpected for me because as a kid it was obviously whatever you're hearing is the truth right whatever you're hearing is the mm. right thing but as you grow up you obviously have your own opinions and your yeah. own morals your own beliefs and and you're more aware to yeah. the world so yeah. you're gonna have more of a say mm -hmm. and it's it's been a challenge for me to feel like i have a right to have a say mm -hmm. because of exactly. growing up with like oh i'm the kid i'm the say, adult you're the kid as like, a kid we do so much of receiving information right. right we do so much well this is what you know what you're taught you go through school you have your parents your grandparents like you do so much receiving information as a kid that in my 20s I, i'm discovering like i have so much information to give yeah i have okay. so much information that people who taught me as a child i have information that they don't know right because the world changes with every generation mm -hmm. and i think that that's something that should be celebrated i think that's something that should be accepted the fact that the world changes and the world grows it's beautiful absolutely it's awesome mm -hmm. but i think that i didn't realize that like as the world's changing like i'm growing up so i'm i'm in this changing world and you know our parents our grandparents are kind of outside of it right you know so it's our responsibility to you know help them and mm -hmm. and show them the changing world and show them like you know right from wrong in in, right. in today's society and, and be the voice be the yeah, vessel be the voice yeah and and 
I was even just talking today at work about how when I, I came out um, to my grandmother, um, it's, it's a really funny story, but when I came out to my grandmother, I had just gotten into a car accident and, you know, it was a big thing and it wasn't really important at the time because I had just gotten into a car accident. Um, but I just remember the next day her texting me and saying like, just so you know, like your grandfather and I will, oh, sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> she texted me and said, you know, just so you know, your grandfather and I will always love you no matter what. And we support you. And as a young closeted person, that was so great to hear right. because like, I, I know what world our grandparents are from. Right. And I, I know that, you know, they probably don't understand, right. but I've used my voice and, and, you know, my life experience. And I, I've, I've been in multiple queer relationships and, and Ooh, I've used gay. it. <laughs> Every time I see anything rainbow, <laughs> I'm always like, Sid, gay. <laughs> I've used it as my way of, of showing them, like, this is the world we live in. Right. Like there are plenty of people out there like me and, and they've just shown me just through, you know, the past few years, how much they truly like love and care and like they they've they don't great. have malicious intent no i think that they've been great role models in a way for other people in older generations mm. of what it's like to adapt yeah um i think obviously it's very challenging and and they're not perfect in that way mm. no nobody's perfect yeah, obviously but i think that um yeah i think it's like you said it's our job to to, to let them know, them to show them the changing say, world. Like, this and, is and the not, world. Right? Like and to and just to kind of go back to, you know, relating it to being like in your twenties and, and this whole transition from child to adult child, don't be afraid to use your voice. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to speak up. And I always like to think too, like if a conversation with a parent or a friend or whoever if you're speaking your truth and you know you're you're delivering it in a respectful way and that person is defensive or they come at you they attack you like that says way more about them than it does you mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that your opinions and your voice don't matter mm -hmm. it just means that that person has a lot more healing to do <laughs> and i think in the long run if the people in your circle don't respect your voice and don't respect your opinion I think you have some evaluating to do. Like, yeah. And and I think this goes back to the friend conversation and just saying like there are people like even, you know, it's so funny this all connects because even like with friends and or coworkers or your job like there are people that I spent time with in my life and in my past that didn't respect who I was and mm -hmm. didn't care to learn about the queer community or right. you know about just different aspects of the growing world and just said like, oh, well, you know, I, I miss the the way things used to be. And like, you know, and I, I've known people like that. And, and I found a place where the people that I work with now and the people in my circle now yeah. are people who are accepting. And right. They, and you never stopped. That's yeah. the important thing. You never stopped being yourself because of that. Yeah. You just removed yourself so from, from those situations. Yes. Yeah. Like don't, I don't think it's right to say like, oh, well, this group of people doesn't respect me and, and my life. So I guess I just have to hide. Or I guess I just have to conform to what their yeah. idea like, no. of like, life be is. Be yourself and find the people mm -hmm. that support you for being yourself. Yeah. You know? Oh, what a great conversation this has been. You even cried on the first I episode. I did. You know what? I knew I was going to. <laughs> I had a feeling you might. I have a feeling I've, you might. I've had an emotional week and I'm lacking nutrition. So. Yes. <laughs> but did you have anything else? Because we, no, we pretty much everything, everything that we had shared points. Uh, everything just yeah, came together. I just think that, you know, it's important to just. Here's my thing. Ready? Here's my, okay. my final Here's my final, final thought. Fi my final thought. <laughs> Just talking to you talking now. Talking to you now. <laughs> Just be yourself. That's all that really matters. Look at me. I stand up. Look at the pants. <laughs> she left her rainbow I bands. I have rainbow shoes. Over
there. I have your big poof on and a side ponytail. I look like I'm straight also, out of the 80s. Totally different aesthetics going yeah. on, but. <laughs> and I went to work like this today. And I walked into work and one of my coworkers went, you're very colorful today. And I said, yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I love this outfit. And this shirt I've had since like sophomore year of high school. And I never wore it in high school because I thought people would think it was stupid. And now I wear it all the time because it's one of my favorite shirts. So you know what? Be yourself. Love yourself. Screw what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. And just and live in- your life. Like, I, don't go to college. Go to college. Wear the clothes you want to wear. Don't, right. like, stop conforming to society yeah. and just live your freaking truth, man. Yes. Like, that's, I sound Amen. like a hippie. But, like, <laughs> that's just, that's my big thing is just be yourself and just screw everybody. Like, I don't even mean it in a cliche way. Like, I have been so much happier in my life since I've decided, fuck everybody. Yeah. I'm me. Fuck everybody else's opinions. Like, I love it. I agree. And I think that embracing the unexpected, mm. embracing the unknown of your early 20s, yeah. like, we're not here to figure it out. I've kind of realized this recently, like, um, with you saying, like, you've become, <laughs> <laughs> with you saying you've become much happier, like, finally being like fuck everybody I've become much happier not trying to figure out life Mm. like once I've made this realization of like I'm not here to find out why I'm here Mm. I'm here to just live I'm here to experience I'm here to connect yeah like that's made me so much happier especially in this new chapter of life where it feels like you have to have the answers it feels like you have to have it figured Mm. out no, you don't. Nobody does. Not yeah. even people who are on their deathbed. They're probably still being like, what the fuck was this all for? <laughs> you know, like, but I think like, you know, if you live a life of truth, if you live a life of just being yourself and and doing things that feel good to you and that make you happy, mm-hmm. you're going to look back on your life and be like, wow, yeah. I don't know what this was all for. You know, I don't know what's to come, but I know that I lived a really great life. And that I had fun. Right. Have fun. Oh my I God. Have fun. have fun. Please have fun. Like, especially, I feel like, especially in now, your 20s, especially now. have fun. Like, I get it. We need money. Of course it sucks, but we do. Right. But like, <laughs> don't, don't waste don't sacrifice don't waste like your everything time being miserable miserable like have fun balance right just like what we're talking yeah. about with eating in moderation you've got to live in moderation you've got to go to work sometimes but other times you've got to have yeah. fun and oh my god i keep burping it's okay i also remembered a wow the co-star that we're i got almost done. the co-star <laughs> that i got the other day which was very helpful. CoStar's an app, by the way, for those who don't oh, know, because yeah. I didn't know at first. And then- CoStar's an app. I read in my horoscope every day. Um, the one I got the other day, it was don't overanalyze your life. Mm, ooh, love and it. I thought that was really powerful because I overanalyze every emotion I have, and I go, is this my anxiety? Is this my ADHD? Is this mm. my depression? Like, why, what is causing me to have this emotion? Just, like, it's just life. Like, I'm just a human. Right. Humans have emotions. Right, just feel it, and you then... Know, just feel it and go, oh, I'm feeling... I feel like I want to do a cartwheel right now. Do the fucking cartwheel. Like, that's, you know, like, and I feel like we spend so much time trying to just, like, have the figure shit out and have the answers. Just live. Just Just live. Live Live and let live. Just live. Live in la vida loca. Okay. On that note, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. So... Thank you so very much for tuning in. Hey, Sid. Hey, Michaela. Where can they find you? Oh, hey. <laughs> I feel like Frank Alvarez. <laughs> if you guys listen or watch The Basement, the basement Yard, Yard, we love you because I have to say, like, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but ever since diving into The Basement Yard, they it, like, totally inspired us. Frank and Joe. Frank and Joe. I love you more than anyone in this entire world. <laughs> Anyway, anyways, where can um, we find you? My Instagram is M-O-E-Mo double underscore 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 Sid S Y D. So that is Mo underscore underscore Sid. Um that's me on Insta and on TikTok. Let's look, because I don't know. <laughs> it's I think it's like Sid. My Boulay. TikTok, no. 
Well, my name on TikTok is Sid Goulet, but my at is Sydney G Baby with three Ys. I'll have it in the show notes too. Yeah. So that's so me. Follow go- me. I post a lot of body positivity content, a lot of photo shoot content, and me lip syncing and doing my own makeup. And I dye my hair like once every three months. That too. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to go follow Sid. You can follow me at Michaela Sadie on TikTok and on Instagram. And you can follow the show at A Girl's Guide to Podcast on TikTok right. and on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We'll have a new episode dropping every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And that is what we have for you today. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Living la vida loca.